Welcome to the Second Students North podcast. My name is Luis. We're in a series called Common Knowledge, where we tackle some questions that we as believers should have the answers to. Questions such as, who is God? Why did God make us? And what is sin? Our prayer is that these messages give you confidence in your faith. We hope you enjoy week two. I, I do love my, brother, my brother-in-law, but he's got a very weird hobby. Does anyone know what bonsai is? Yes. Bonsai is not only a type of tree, but it is an art of trees. This is a bonsai plant. Tell me how much you would pay for that bonsai plant. I hear someone say my number. I will give you for this bonsai plant $10. Let me show you how much this bonsai plant is actually worth. Ha! That's not even the worst one. Look at this other one. Ha! Let's clarify, that's a tree, not even a big one. Here's the deal. Bonsai, just like a lot of things in life, are worth, they drive their worth, they get their worth, not based on themselves, but based on who has created them and who has shaped them. Worth is not only determined by the thing in itself, it is ultimately determined by its creator or its shaper. See, your generation knows this very well because the most popular, if not one of the top five most popular, depending on who you're looking at, the most popular profession that y'all's generation is looking forward to is content creator or influencer. Why? Because your generation understands what you can produce and what you can create and what you can put out into the world, people will see and they will ascribe worth to you based on what you put out into the world. See, this is also the reason why your generation and mine have a sickness that is overwhelming us have a sickness of worthlessness. See, there's a study that was put out very recently by a woman named Jean Tweeg. Jean Tweeg has recently written a book called Generations. The entire book is dedicated to researching and finding out statistics on all generations that are alive in America today. And in this study, she recognizes a long-term, large-scale study that was done in both high school students as well as in J-high students. The study was done where all of these students were asked questions, well, they were asked to give a response to a statement. And what was shocking to find out is that the statements that they agreed upon the most were, I can't do anything right. I do not enjoy my life. My life is not 
useful. An overwhelming majority of these high school and J high students agreed with these statements. See, in a digital world where we ascribe our worth to what we can perform or what we can produce, we are finding ourselves more and more with a sickness of worthlessness. See, now what you may be thinking is, hey, that's only for those who don't make it. You ain't seen what I've done. You may not know who this is, but this is one of the content creators I'm talking about. His name's Mr. Beast. His real name is Jimmy Donaldson. And Jimmy Donaldson actually did an interview for Insider Magazine not too long ago. And in that interview, he says to the reporter, I am miserable a lot of the time. I have a mental breakdown every other week because of how hard I push myself. Jimmy Donaldson feels worthless because unless he is able to put out content that we appreciate, he feels like he has lost all self-worth. You may not know who this next person is. He's called Post Malone. Post Malone recently has dropped an album, I don't recommend it, but recently he has dropped an album that opens with this song. I don't understand why you like me so much. Because I don't like myself. I don't understand why you like me so much. I wish I was someone else. You say you have a million reasons, but I can't think of one. I don't understand why you like me so much. Because I don't like myself. See, in a world where we are taking in value, where our worth is determined on what we produce, we are finding more and more as the years continue to go on that we are finding ourselves not more full of worth, not more fulfilled, but less. See, I opened with telling you that created things are not meant to hold worth. Created things are not to stand worthy by themselves. They are instead meant to reflect the worth of the one that created them. See, we make these things, we make statements, we make content, but ultimately, why are we still discouraged? Why do we still feel worthless? Why do we still feel like our life does not amount to anything? Lean in. Hear me. It's because you and I are created beings. You and I are made by God. We are created things that are not meant to hold value in ourselves, but are meant to reflect the worth of the one who has made us. And so the question now is, how and why did God make us? If you have your Bible, go ahead and open to Genesis chapter 1. It's not very far in your Bible. 
If you open up to Genesis chapter 1, I want you to meet me in verse 26. It says this. Then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Let them rule over the fish in the sea and over the birds in the air, over all the livestock on the earth and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So verse 27, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. We are created beings. And the rampant sickness of worthlessness that is effectively stealing from us comes from a misunderstanding of who we are and what our purpose is. We are created by God. And when you read through Genesis chapter 1, you see very clearly, you walk through, you learn about God, the creator of everything, Elohim, and it opens that there is nothing in all of creation. And then God says, let there be light. And there was light. There was sky. There was stars. There was creation. There were animals. There was creatures both in the sky, in the sea, and on the land. God said, let there be. And because he said, let there be, there was. But as we walk through the creation story, we see something change. When God says, let there be, 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 he stops at man and he says, let us make. Let us make. There's a shift. There's an intentionality. There's a uniqueness to the creation of man. It is set apart from the rest of creation. God says, let us make. All of the things that I've listed are beautiful beyond imagination. All of the universe has been created and it is filled with wonderful things, but God stops and brings special attention to the creation of both you and me. He said, let us make man in our own image. Why is human life so precious? Why is it so valuable that we would do anything to treasure it, to make sure that we foster it, to love it, to care for it? It is because it is made in the image of God. Because it is unique in the way that all things are created, but none of the other things that are created are created in God's likeness. You created not just by God, but you were created to reflect who He is. And so that tells us how we have been created, but why? Why would God make us so intentionally? What is our purpose? If we go back to verse 26, we see it pretty clearly. 
Then God said, let us make man in our own image, in our likeness. Let them rule over the fish in the sea, over the birds in the air, over the livestock, and all of the creatures that go along the ground. Why were you created? What is your purpose? It is to rule, but not in the way that you're thinking right now. What I am not saying is, you go, girl boss queen. You go, shark king. You live your life. You rule. That's not what I'm saying. I kind of regret saying that right now. Because that is what the world is already saying and already telling you to do. It is already the culture. It is already what people are attempting to do. Build their own kingdom for themselves to show their own worth. And we have already seen that even if you climb the highest mountain and you create the best video, they still feel worthless. And so it is not for us to rule for ourselves. But again, created things are not meant to hold their own worth, but created things are to reflect the glory, the goodness, the worth of the one that created them, us. We are meant to rule, not like kings, not like queens, but we are meant to rule because God is the one who ultimately rules. We've been made in God's likeness, and so we have been given a fraction of God's authority. We've been given a fraction of God's rule, and our rule is to reflect his. Dr. Young puts it this way. If you were at Beach Retreat, you've heard this, so please bear along with me. A tree does not act on its own will. It grows towards the sun naturally. A stream does not act on its own nature, but it flows down naturally. An animal does not act of its own free will, but instead acts on its instinct. If an animal is hungry, it will eat. If an animal feels threatened, it will attack. It does not have the ability to act outside of its nature. You and I have been created in the image of God. We have been given a fraction of his authority, and a fraction of his authority has allowed us to go against our own nature. Just because you're hungry doesn't mean that you need to eat. Just because you're angry doesn't mean that you throw a punch. Because you have been made in God's image, you have been given the gift of authority over instinct. You've been given a fraction of who God is, not so that you could show yourself to be better, show yourself to be worthy, to show yourself to be glorified, but instead to point back to the one who ultimately has glory, ultimately has authority. Created things are meant to reflect the glory and the worth of their creator. That's how we have been made. That is why we have been made. In verse 26, we again read, Let us make man in our own image, in our, in our likeness. 
Let man rule over all the fish of the sea and all of the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures, sorry, creatures that move along the ground. I don't know what creatures are. I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. This is David. You might know David. This is obviously the statue of David. It is one of the most sought after, one of the most impressive works of art that has ever been made. But what you might not know is that the statue of David first came from a piece of marble that was rejected that was rejected by several well-known sculptors that not only was rejected, but was thrown in a trash heap. Thrown in a trash heap and called imperfect, unusable, and unworthy. And it sat in a trash heap until a well-known sculptor by the name of Michelangelo went into the dump, brought it out, and turned it into this. Now, if David could talk, which it really does look like he can, if David could talk, it would be absolutely insane for him to go, I'm David. I was thrown in the trash. I'm worthless. They rejected me. Why, cruel world? It would be insane for him to say that. Why? Because he's the most popular statue in all of creation now. What he used to be, he no longer is. And so it would be ludicrous. It would be insane for him to say that his worth is dependent on where he came from. Because he has been transformed and made into a beautiful creation. In the same way that that is insane, it would be insane for David to go, I'm David. I'm the man. They thought they can throw me in the trash heap. But I pulled myself out of there and made myself be gorgeous. It would be insane for him to say that. Because he did not pull himself out of the dumpster heap. He did not transform himself. He was taken from brokenness, taken out of the trash by a well-skilled crafter, a excellent creator, was hauled out of the trash and was turned into this. It would be insane for a creation to ascribe its worth to nothingness because it was made from nothing. Just like it would be insane for a creation to say all of the worth comes to me. All the glory should be mine because it had no part in its own creation. See, some of you in this room need to understand 
that you have worth. Some of you in this room have doubted that off and on your entire life. And what you need to hear is you are created in the image of God. It does not matter what you have done. It does not matter where you have come from. You were created from dust in the likeness of the almighty God. To be his image bearer, to be his representative here on earth. Your worth is not dependent on yourself. Just like the statue of David's worth is not dependent on itself. It is dependent on the creation that has been made in you. Others of you in this room believe that you're all that in a bag of chips. Who think you're hot stuff. But you need to remember that you are a created being, not meant to hold glory to yourself, but to point to the one who gave you the gifts, the talents, and formed you into the person that you are. You need to know that you are created by God. Formed in his hands, a loving almighty father, so that you can reflect and point back to his glory. That is how you find worth. That is how you understand who you are. And that is how you overcome the sense of worthlessness that is rampant in both your generation and mine.